This is episode 110. My name is Justin Peach. Hey, I'm Chris. And this is the Bible Buffoons Podcast. Said it like that. I kind of froze. One, zero. One, one, zero. One, ten. At the one, one, nine on the four, two. <laughs> like a, like a, like a traffic report or something. Traffic reporter or like an old, not old, but you know, like the nineties to early two thousands, yeah. like radio DJ. Hello. Ninety point seven. Yeah, the one, one, oh. I like it. Yeah. Got to mix it up. It's one ten, y'all. It's if you don't episode one hundred and ten. I don't know. It's bonkers. It's bonkers. Was it you? Somebody was like, we have more podcast episodes than so-and-so. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, we've been doing it longer. Yeah. Like, these, yeah, like 110 is, is, I think, a legit number. That's stretching the legs a bit. It's doing good. It's like doing it. good. Yeah. I mean, number's not great, but. Hey, you know. <laughs> we, you know, if we were doing this about numbers, we would have stopped a long time ago. Yeah, that's right. We're doing it for this conversation and for the people. For the people. For you out there, listener. Absolutely. And us. Yeah, we enjoy it. We just had a good 15, 20 minute conversation. We turned, you know, we should have had the cameras turned on. Cameras. We have no cameras. The microphone's turned on. We'll bring that back. We'll bring that back. That was I a good chat. So. Yeah. Tim, make a note. Timothy? <laughs> make a note of that. Uh, there's a guy named Tim here right now. He, he, would, he would love to sit in on this. O'Shale? Yeah, that's an actual Tim. That's a real person. Well, I was saying, we actually have a Tim here yeah. in the building. He's he's here today. He'd, he'd yeah. love to sit in. Um, yeah, yeah. Dude, it's hot. Yeah, we too got, hot. <laughs> got that, you know, we had that fake fall. Yes. Where it was like, ooh, it's 60 in the morning, 58. It feels good. Yesterday was like 95 degrees out here. We had, Felt like 100. It was kids playing outside like normal and just like, Red face. Jude came back from your house yesterday, big sweaty. I was like, and him he, and Charlie wrestled a bit. We had to stop that. Yeah, they were like, "Hey, nothing happened." Yeah, we were like, "We're gonna preemptively stop that." That's probably. But they were playing football in the yeah. yard. Oh, like, they're. I mean, all the kids were running around playing football. Too much laughing turns to crying. <laughs> That's true. Jack last night got in a crying hysteria. Oh dear. No, 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 no. Crying drama. Laughing hysteria. Okay. Where he got one of the boys did something and Jack started laughing and then for like twenty minutes it was like he just kept laughing. Yeah. Not like hot like hard tears in his eyes. Can't breathe. And then it became a thing. Yeah. And then he kept trying to do it and I was like, Oh, we're past that point, but like we're done with that. You need to stop it. Yeah. Eat your leftover tacos. Yeah, unfortunately, the the six year old Jude man had a double header on Sunday baseball, and after the first game, he was hysterical, crying, and it was mostly heat related. Like, so, we had that last year too when we did double header. It's like they can't even make it. your even your oldest best player on the team is like they turned to mush and they fall like, apart. They're like I don't want to be here. Yeah. Like yeah, me neither, man. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. double header for. Anyone under the age of like 15 yeah. should not happen. For sure. It's tough. It's tough to keep them focused. And well, that's it. Yeah. But they're hungry. They're tired. Hot. It, it, well, and Sunday was hot. Like it, yeah. it got hot. Yeah. Jack, I know we talked uh, last year's podcast was a lot about baseball. One we coached together mm-hmm. two years ago. Yep. T balls. T balls. 
and then coach pitch. Jack didn't want to do baseball twice. Yeah. When 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 spring ball happened last year, we did spring and fall, and he was like, I don't want to do it. Yeah. So this year we said we'll take fall ball off. And we started this week, last week, karate. Karate. We went last night to meet. Uh, we had a meeting with the sensei last night. At the dojo? At the USA Martial Arts Bluff Park Dojo. Nice. Do you know how big that property is? <coughs> Absolutely Have you been on not. that property? Never. It, it connects Shades and that was at Lake. What's that? Like uh, a back road back there. Valley? Yeah, yeah. Valley. It, it There's a driveway. It's big. Yeah. I have like a map of the property and it's like, but this guy also lives on that property. And oh yeah. A dojo's. I know it looks like a house. Yeah. Well, no, that's his house. Yeah. Okay. Behind it is his own building. His ah. own dojo building. Okay. So it, that's where it and happens. Office. Yeah, yeah. It's not in the house. The bathrooms are over in his area. Oh, nice. Only that plumbing uh, in the dojo. Uh, but we had a meeting with him. It was good. good. I mean, just kind of like, hey, expectations. Here's what we do. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And he got his gi. Ooh. He got his, his belt. He, first class, they give him. So, like, I took karate for years and years and years. Like, six, seven years. Long time when I was a kid. I stopped at about ninth grade. It was a big deal to get a stripe. Yeah. So, you get your belts, and then you get stripes. And then after so many stripes and so many whatever, then you get a new color belt. You bump up. It was a big deal to get stripes. Nice. They get stripes every class. Oh, there you go. Every how many, single class. How many class stripes they rolling with? Is a stripe. And then I think their belts get stripes. It's weird. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't really get it, but you kind of do like a progress report every class, every okay. week of like how they did at school, at home. Nice. Is there anything that we need to praise them for? Uh, and, and and he also says, hey, if you don't think they should get a stripe this week, put, do not give my kid a stripe. <laughs> I was like, okay. And then he was like, if you need us to talk about his like discipline in school, we will. And I was like, I, I think I got that, but yeah. I think I'll parent. But there's probably some people that that's need a good, it. That's a good resource. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's probably some yeah. you know, people that are like, hey, we need help. Another adult male role model. To, yeah. Which seems pretty awesome. Anyways, we are not doing double header outside. We have 30 minutes a week indoor AC karate. <sighs> it's bet. pretty nice. I get to sit there. And watch these kids try to kick things. It's pretty funny. <laughs> I really enjoy it. Some comedy gold, I'm sure. There's a lot of comedy gold. Uh, but it's good there. Um, anything else? Anything new? Anything going on? No, man. A lot. Of, I mean, a lot's going on. But I know. This week is bonkers. Probably not anything that the podcast audience would be super interested There's in. There's weddings this weekend. Yeah. There's one. That'll be fun. I'm a little nervous. Why? Well, I'm doing the wedding. Yeah. I've done You've multiples. done lots of those. I've done yeah. lots of weddings. But not where, like, the whole church will be there. Uh, so it's kind of like a little little mini sermon? Yeah, I'm I'm less, I'm more nervous about this wedding than I am. Like, I would rather preach for 30 minutes than do a 15-minute <laughs> wedding. Yeah. Like, you just don't want to mess it up. And there's a lot of people here. and It'll be great. It's weird, like, because we're having... We're getting babysitter for Friday night, so we have the rehearsal, rehearsal dinner, and all that stuff. Yeah. No kids, and then wedding. There's no kids at the reception. Yeah. And so, we're getting another babysitter for Saturday night. <laughs> uh, this wedding's costing me a fortune. He's gonna cost me a bit, but I was kind of thinking like I don't remember the last time me and my Beth went to a wedding just the two of us. Yeah. We've done a lot. We drove to Oklahoma. But for you're that always one. taking the but kids with you. Kids yeah. are always in it. So we're getting 
two somewhat date nights. Nice. We're just with a lot of other people. Nice space. Just so you're getting some space. But we get to have free dinner. Yeah. Uh, both nights and and do that and get to dress up in a suit and have childcare. I don't know. I gotta, like, I'm kind of excited for that. I got to figure out what I'm going to wear. I'm not. I don't. I don't really own nice clothes. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't, you, why don't you come to the house? You got some suits? I do. I got my big boy suits that okay. I can't wear anymore. I'm half insulted, half thankful. <laughs> <laughs> or I at least have jackets. Yeah. Pants-wise, I don't know what pants you wear. Yeah. I don't either. Yeah. TBD. We all wear like skinny jeans and stretchy stuff. It's yeah. all different. Yeah, it's true. But I do have some jackets and suits if you want. Nice. Yeah, um, definitely come check it out. Come up to the cedar closet, which is also called the Lego closet upstairs. <laughs> you have to watch out. I like that. We do. We have our Lego closet as our cedar closet. I like that. Keep all the moths away from the Legos. And my suits and Mary's wedding dress and whatnot. Um, all right. So, hey, last week, guys, uh, if you didn't, this is part two, but you don't need to hear part one if you didn't catch it last week. But if you're curious, go back and listen to it. Yeah. Um, uh, the title is Never Forget. Never. Uh, September 11th ish, but we're not talking about terror attacks, uh, uh, terrorist attacks and terror, uh, a lot. Uh, uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, we're not, we're not talking about that. The, the, the whole gist was this idea of what are some biblical foundations, pillars, uh, um, things that you're like, Hey, for me and my family and myself and for whatever group you're in, like, we should never forget these things. Yeah. The Bible, you know, we went through where there's. 780,000 words or whatever. You know, there's all these deals. Like, it's hard to remember everything. But let's remember the good parts. Yeah. And, like, the the things that we need to remember the most. Um, and so we kind of went over three of those. We got <laughs> three, four, five more today. Who sure. knows? Yeah, we're going to see, gonna see far, what happens. We'll see how far we get through them. But we went over last week was um, You Are Chosen. We go over this more. So if you want to listen to it, you can go back last week. Uh, episode 109. Um which I grew up on Highway 109, and your family used to travel down Highway 109. That's right. Not anymore. Not not anymore. They moved. And my family's not on 109 either. So <laughs> I don't have that. And neither is Reba McIntyre. Oh my goodness. She don't live there anymore. Reba. I'm like a, I'm like a dog squirrel. Like I just <laughs> said 109, and my brain went off. Um. All right, we talked about that. You have episode 109. Uh, uh, that uh, you are chosen. Mm -hmm. Right, that that you are a chosen person. You were not an accident. You were not this. Like God chose you. Uh, God knew your sin, and He still chose you. Mm -hmm. um, that's just a good thing. Yeah, you know, to know, especially in a time where you feel like you're alone or this or that. You're not. God chose you. He's with you. Um, then we did. Uh, God will always love you. Yes. Like there's nothing. Nothing can separate height, depth. Nothing is going to separate you from the love of God. And there's no sin that you can commit where God's like, I'm done with you. Right. He loves you. He's there for you. Uh, and then your sin doesn't define you. Mm -hmm. uh, the sin, um, and I said this last week that I heard from another youth minister, is like that sin may be true, but it's not the truest thing about you. Yeah, the truest thing right. about you is that you were chosen, <laughs> yeah. sanctified, and that you were loved by God, and he will always love Like That's the truest thing. Um, all right, so those were the three that we did last week. Um, and we also went through like Moses and David and Rahab and Peter and Paul. Lots and we, of good stuff. We can do more about like, hey, y'all, they did bad things too. And, yeah. and God still used them. And that is the story of the Bible. God using broken, hurt, uh, um, messed up people 
to show that he is in control and not us. Mm -hmm. So there you go. Have that. All right. Next one. If I was going to add on number four, uh, and we talk about this a lot on here and I feel like I have talked about this a ton. Uh, this is something that, especially when I teach to students, which is what I do all the time. Uh, this is one of the big ones on there is that you have a purpose. Yes. Um, when, so before this, before this, well, you know, for sure the podcast and before your time in the ministries, uh, you did marketing, right? For Correct. Like 12 years or something for like a while. Yep. So 11 years. 11 years in the marketing corporate world. Absolutely. And you did that in college. Were you communications in college? Yes. Right. Me too. Good job. Thank you. Uh, hey, I was I with you the other day. Did I tell you this? That I looked at getting a, like another master's degree. I heard you talking to Mary Beth. Yeah, <laughs> not gonna do it. But I looked at. Uh, um, there's a, there's a there's a new that's happening at a few different schools. Oklahoma's doing it, I and mean, I was looking at University of Tennessee, which I'm a fan of. I was like, it'd be cool to have a Tennessee uh, a little UT degree, a little UT degree, but not for thirty thousand dollars. Steep. Uh, but they have a like it's an online course, but it's a master's in like communication and marketing and something like that. And yeah. Like, oh, that'd be. F I'm very interested in that. And yeah. So were you when did you know that you wanted to do that? Like. Whew. Um. So I've always been uh, a good communicator, I think. Um, and I think about things in that's terms a, that's of... A, that's a brag. Well, <laughs> you know... But you hate preaching. I hate preaching, but I love people. Well, um, that's true. That's true. Um, and I really... There's something about... There's something about a Sunday morning that just adds a layer of uh, something <laughs> to it. You know, it's like the expectation. It's like, man, the people that, that preach, that's a skill. I think that's yeah. a skill separate and apart from just being a good communicator or being a good public speaker. Um, that's my opinion. I don't know if that's true or not. Yeah, well... I think, you know, like there are classes on well, preaching, like, which are different than classes on giving a speech, I think. They're similar in some ways, but yeah. but different in some ways. Yeah. Um, and so just with that being a background, when I got into college, uh -huh. I had no idea what I wanted to yeah. do. Yeah, so I kind of bounced around my freshman year and tried some different things, took a couple classes in the communication school, and I was like, I really kind of feel like mm -hmm. this is where, where I'm going. Um, and then once you kind of start mixing in the different elements yeah, of it, so you know, there's you think. public relations side, which is different than marketing, yeah. which is different than crisis communication, which is different than just public speaking. I was speaking. on the PR side. Yeah, so was I. So my, yeah. I was a communication yeah. major with a public relations yeah. emphasis or however they, whatever they, however they call it. I was that. A, a communications studies major with a minor in mass comm. Yeah. That was more of like we did the writing side, yep. and we did that's like TV, radio. Did, it, was like, yeah. it was like scripts. Hey, you did a lot of like yeah. a, a lot of everything. Yeah. So um, I didn't know that that was kind of what I wanted to focus on, but then when I got into it, I was like, yes, this is yeah. kind of this fits my skill set, fits my personality. Um, so yeah, but it was also kind of a I don't know if you experienced this with with what you did, but a little bit of a catch all. It was kind of like. A lot of people that went through communications didn't necessarily come out of communications with a job in marketing or public relations or whatever. It's just a good sort of foundational 
Yeah, like type if, of study. If you were to ask me, like, what did you? What's like? Give me five things that you really learned in your communication. You're almost like, I don't really know, <laughs> but it was it, like, it was a good foundation yeah. to do a lot of other things. Yeah, it's a like, mindset, like thinking thinking in terms of of yeah. how this is going to be communicated. It's just a way of looking at the world, really. Yeah. Uh, that question was longer than I anticipated. Yeah, we got into that, but time, I really yeah. liked it. Uh, but this idea of, um, especially working with teenagers, man, it's so early now. Mm-hmm. Like, high school students are coming away with eighteen hours of college credit, which is just wild. I'm like, you're a sophomore. Yeah, you're going like into- boom. You are a sophomore almost right now. Yeah. Like, how is this happening? Yeah, right. Uh, or their second semester, they are a sophomore. Yeah, right. Like, for sure. It just they're already ahead of it. Um, and even in, even in the high schools here, so here in Birmingham, there's some big high schools and they have tracks where it's like, you can go down an engineering, you can go down law, you can go down accounting, you can go down medical in high school. So when you go to college, you've already had a one up. Yeah. And I just talked to students. I mean, in some of the sweetest, smartest people that I know that went through my ministry, they're like, I have no idea, but I'm being forced to pick. <laughs> yeah. And then you go to college, you're 18 years old. And they're like, what are you going to spend a hundred thousand dollars on <laughs> to do this? And what do you want to do with the rest of your life? Yeah. And it's hard, right? For sure. And so what, I, what I try to tell our students is you may be called, like you really liked communications and, and there's some people that are like, since they were kids, they're like, I'm going to be a teacher. Yeah. And you're like, Praise God for that. We need more teachers and you guys should get double salaried, whatever. Like you guys are awesome. Um, And some people would be nurses and I, and doctors and all that stuff. But that doesn't stop for what your purpose is. Yeah, that's right. Your, your purpose is not what is on a um, business card, which no one has those anymore, but that is not what your purpose is. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we like, I, I hate that the question we ask people is, hey, what's your name? What do you do? Yeah. Like, we're going to label you by what you put your vocation. Hours. Yeah. yeah. What's your vocation? It's like, that's that's not who I am. That is something that I do. Yeah. Who I am is I'm a child of God. Right. Uh, and that is my purpose mm-hmm. is to glorify him uh, in what I do. Um, so <laughs> uh, Philippians 2, 2 through 4, uh, 2, 12 through 14 Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, so now not only as in my presence, but much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you, both to will and to work for his good pleasure. That God works in you for his good pleasure. That my purpose is to love and please God. That's right. Like That is foundation. And it's hard, I think, to say this for me and you of like, my purpose is not to be a husband. Mm-hmm. My purpose is not to be a father. My purpose is to glorify God. Yeah. Now, when I do that, I will be a better husband. I'll be a better father. I'll be a better neighbor, a friend, coworker, all those things. Yeah. But your purpose, that's what that goal is. Yeah. Never forget that, that you have one. And we all have actually the same exact purpose. It's just going to look a little different. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Jesus made this real clear uh, and simple for us Uh, in John 15. We've talked about this many times. He's like, you're a branch. You want to know what your purpose is? You're a branch. So you as a branch could be planted in a law office. And your fruit may look a little different. Absolutely. But you're still a branch. (laughs) You're a branch. Your your job, your purpose is to stay connected to the vine. And he's going to produce fruit 
through your life mm-hmm. as a branch wherever you are. So that so just because I work in full time ministry now, yeah. my fruit is different than it was when I was in the marketing world. But, but I was still a branch. It's still the same purpose. That's exactly right. And, and I think that's hard because we push like work, 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 go to school, get these things, get the degree, do all this. And it's like that, that is what your goal is. And, um, that's, that's not the goal. That's just a part of life. Yeah. And that's a part of our society of like, you got to do those things. Um, or you don't have to do those things, (laughs) but regardless, you need to sub and learn, serve and love God. Yeah. That's, that is what it is. And I try to tell our seniors every year, like, um, you are not a, uh, um, you are not an Auburn Tiger, if that's where you go to school, who happens to be a Christian. You're mm-hmm. not a um, Alabama Crimson Tide. I don't know what you called yourself there. You don't go to Alabama and be a Christian. You don't go to UAB Blazer. Have a, you are a Christian who happens to go to that school. Yeah, it needs to be reversed. Yeah, um, you're not a you're not a pre med major who follows Jesus. Jesus. You're following Jesus, Jesus. and Jesus is pushing you into, into this that. field to serve others. Absolutely. You know, like that's the frame. It's just yeah. flipping the question yeah. around, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. And so I don't want, and so that's why I put this in my never forgets. Like that. We got to we gotta be reminded of that constantly. Know what your purpose is, right? Yeah. yeah. Know, and it ties back to the very first thing we said. It's like you're chosen. Yes, yeah. you're chosen, you're loved. God called you out of your sin uh, uh-huh. to be in relationship with him for this purpose, right? Yes. Right? So you're yeah. you're being chosen where you are to glorify God. I I had another I don't know where it is, but my other verse for this was kind of Oh no, I didn't even finish I didn't finish all those verses. Uh, that's why I don't know what it is. Uh, so Philippians 2:14, do all things without grumbling or disputing. We talked about this that you may be blameless and innocent children of God without blemish. Um, in the midst of a crooked and twisted generation among whom you shine as lights in the world. Yeah. You are to shine as lights, um, not to glorify yourself, but to glorify him. You're supposed to shine his light into the world. Yeah. Uh, you're to be his hands and feet at the best of your ability. Um, and you're supposed to point people to him. And I use this illustration. I might've used it in here 500 times. Uh, but we're to be like the moon. Yeah. The moon does not put off any light. It reflects the sun. Yeah. That's what we're supposed to do is just reflect God into our area that we're in. Yeah. And, and it, the call there isn't to, you know, you find Jesus and then now all of a sudden your whole context has changed. Like you got to get out of that line of work and get into something else. It doesn't say, and now run away from this wicked generation. It says no shine wherever you are Mm -hmm. within that darkness and be a light for Christ. It, it, baffles me when you kind of think about your purpose in there like i I, again my framework is with students especially here in birmingham we have big big schools down here and um like try to relate to them that our students have the opportunity i know this is my full-time job this is this is our full-time job to be ministers but i promise you parents uh think about how many people you come in contact with a day yeah very few, mm-hmm. right? Especially here. We work here in an office. We got a pretty small office. Like, yeah. There's not a ton of people. Um, our students come in contact with more people in a day, in four hours, than I will do sometimes in a week just because of the magnitude of the schools that they go to. Right. And to help them and encourage them, go look at 
uh, the purpose. Look at all the opportunity you have to shine God's light there. Like they will do more uh, for kingdom work in a week, in a day than I might do in a whole week, even though the, my job is a Christian or Christian is a, a minister. Um, we really need to encourage and remind our kids yeah. from middle school to high school. Like, Hey, this is a fertile field here of a yeah. lot of people that you have a great opportunity to love. Yeah. Your purpose is all about understanding the opportunity you have and the influence you have and giving that to Jesus. Like, yes. He's going to yes. do the work, yes. right? Yes. And uh, it's just you saying yes and being faithful in whatever your situation you're in to let, you know, the light of Christ shine in those places. And to not play this, to not play this, uh, um, game of ranking like well i'm only i only work at a grocery store i don't yeah. have that big of an influence no that's where you are that's where you are god put you there for a reason god put you there for a reason use it be a light there yep. and, and you may be like i only come in contact with seven people a week and you're like well make sure those seven people know that you love them that god loves them that, that yeah. he's there like use that um because we need that right again sure. the purpose of that it's where you're at uh, okay. Do you want to get to one of yours? Sure. Um, I, I, I have preached on this and now doing this, <laughs> I'm kind of tired of these. Uh, I just want to hear something new. Yeah. So, uh, one, one foundational truth that yeah. you shouldn't forget, um, is that you are a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. Ooh. And that is a fundamentally different identity than all the other uh, groups that we want to put ourselves into. Um, so typically we put that pretty far down the list. We say we are American who goes to this school and lives in this community mm -hmm. and does this job and cheers for this team and on and on and on. And then somewhere down the line we'll say, and you know, we're Christian or we follow Jesus or whatever. But we would almost rather put the church. Well, I'm a member know, of this church, yeah, right? Yeah, we probably do that. Um, but Jesus, man, he talked about this kingdom idea more than anything else in his time on earth. Um, and if you can take the time to really try to get your mind around what that means, if I'm a citizen of the kingdom of heaven, then that means I got a whole different uh, set of standards by which I conduct my life, mm -hmm. right? Uh, that means that every interaction... Um, I may be playing by a different set of rules than the person that I'm interacting with. Yeah. Um, and if you want to dig into a little bit more about what that means, check out the Sermon on the Mount. Um, it's in oh, Matthew. Wow. I think it starts in five, five, six, seven, five, six, and seven. And this is like Jesus laying down the constitution for the kingdom of heaven. Yeah. That's that's me trying yeah, to put yeah, put yeah, it yeah, in yeah, our yeah. terms. Yeah. But Jesus says, you know, you may think you're. Uh, a Jewish person living in this part of the world under Roman occupation. And that's got this whole set of rules that goes with it, but something new is happening and you're yeah. now a citizen of this new kingdom. Um, and these are the rules that we play by. Check out that, that section of scripture, Matthew five, six, and seven, mm -hmm. and see how this new identity, this, that, you know, I'm a citizen of the kingdom of heaven living in America, how that can kind of change your perspective. Um, I think that that's something that we haven't talked about as much, at least in my experience. Um, but this sort of guiding, the guiding principles of what it means to live under the lordship of Jesus above anything else. Does yeah. that make sense? No, that's great. And even Paul talks about we're supposed to be aliens. Right. Right, this world, which is like, 
don't be like the world. Yeah. We're, we're supposed to look different. I don't know if you've ever, you've gone to like a different country. Like I remember going to Europe when I was in high school and you're over in Germany and a lot of white people and they kind of look like me, but like they don't. Yeah. Right. You're like, Oh, you're, and, and I could see somebody who was American over there that I didn't know. And you could be like, Oh, well you're American. I can just tell like, right. And then like here, you could, you know, just have people here like at Walmart and you'd be like, you look like me, but you don't. Right. Like, you are not, you're from a different country. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you can just tell. And then in this, I think it's almost the same way where it's like, Hey, you can be here, but like you, you should stick out a little bit. Yeah. Not by how you look and dress, but how you love and how you act mm-hmm. and how you are and your priorities and all this thing and your purpose and all those things. Um, to know that you're not, this is, this is not your home. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, that you are a citizen of heaven. I, I, I think that's a very good one to put on the list. Yeah. And I, I don't want to lean into this too much, but we're, we're, we're living in a time in which our political identity Oh, is so front and center um, that that it's almost like the only thing that matters. And and when we find out what someone's political identity is, then all of a sudden we've got all these labels and we put them in a box issues, and, and now we know everything we need to know about you. Um, but the kingdom of heaven doesn't really work like that, <laughs> yeah. um, and it supersedes that. Like I think it would be a big deal if the followers of Jesus would identify more with their citizenship of the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God first, and then let all this stuff fall behind that and see how the lordship of Jesus can inform, you know, political decisions that we make, financial decisions that we make, mm. social decisions that we make. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think that's really good. And didn't we talk about this a few episodes ago about, um, oh, I'm just, I'm drawing a blank. Never mind. Uh, about, um, what does a Newton do? Uh, oh, he's a ambassador. Am- ambassador. Yeah. Right. I don't know if we, t- we did. I, we we, talked, we about talked about it. I don't know if it was on a podcast. <laughs> um, but it's almost like that, right? Yes. Like where, wherever you are, yeah. you represent that country. Now for you, wherever you are, you are representing the kingdom. Absolutely. That is what you are a citizen to yeah. is the kingdom. Yeah. That's and a great way of thinking about so it. That should be that mindset of like, I'm, I'm not, uh, um, you know, I mean, you can go like, well, I'm American uh, and I live in Alabama, the South and Alabama in Birmingham in Bluff Park where we live and yeah. I live right here. It's, uh, you know, we can go down as small as you want and say, this is, this is who I am and what I belong to. It's like, no, I'm a citizen yeah. of heaven. Yeah, no, I like that. At what, at what do ambassadors do? Ambassadors are uh, pushing forward the agenda of the country that they represent wherever they are. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what we're doing. The kingdom of yeah. heaven has an agenda and it's our job as ambassadors to take that agenda with wherever us wherever we go. We go. Yeah, absolutely. And when you go on vacation, when you go yes. wherever, that's that's what it is. Um, all right, we're going to wrap up. We're going to hit. I'm going to do one more, and I want you to do one more. Okay. And we're not going to talk about. Mine will be a good one to kind of end it on. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. okay. Uh, this next one. Well, I hate to. Okay, I'm going to do two. I'll do two really fast. The one that I ended on in the sermon, which, again, I think you remember this, that Christ lived and died for you. Yes. And I put this in the context of us uh, taking the Lord's Supper communion. Mm-hmm. Of, hey just remember this. Like every week we have opportunity in our church and our tribe where we take communion every single week. Right. We get a weekly reminder of thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you for your sacrifice. Hey, thank you for your life. Thank you for your dedication to this service uh, to us. And you didn't have to do this, but you mm -hmm. did it. Yeah. Uh, just kind of having that in your mind. I know this is like the biggest one. Yeah. And we're saying it like it's not the biggest one, but I think we might think about this more. Yeah. I do think that we think about the life and death of Jesus more than we think about, you know, being a citizen of heaven. Yeah, for sure. We so, definitely do. yeah. So, you know, I'm not, hey, it's not the end. I'm not kind of throwing it away, but I think we talk about this a lot. Um, the next one is live for an audience of one, not for everyone. Mm -hmm. And this idea of, um, especially in today's society of clicks and likes and people and things, and I want people to see me and how can I get popular or known? And, and you can be a nobody with a phone and all of a sudden get 20,000 views on something. You're like, right. Whoa, 20,000 <laughs> people just saw me. Like that's a big deal. Yeah. Right. And people try to do that. So they may go outside of uh, the rules of the citizen of heaven, right? Of like, you know, yeah. of like the kingdom to be known by the citizens of everybody else. Right. And it's like, no, no, live for the audience of one, God. Love God. Serve him. Uh, and don't try to serve everybody else around. Because uh, you're going to get in trouble. Um, and you're going to get away from your purpose. And you're going to get away from what God has called you to be. When you start chasing likes and popularity and just whatever it may be. Yeah, no, that's good. Um, everybody is going to try to tell you who you are. Everybody's yeah. going to try to give you different definitions for everything that we've talked about in these two episodes. Oh, I, well, I, absolutely. Right. And uh, if you don't, if you don't have these anchors, if you don't have these foundational truths to go back to and remind yourself of, you're going to start living for an audience of others. Yeah. Right. But, True joy, true peace yeah. are found in the simplicity of, man, what does God say about me? Yeah. And how can I live that out to its fullest? Yeah, absolutely. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Thank you. All right. Last one. Last one. Um, the big idea here is you're not in this alone. You're not in this alone. And, yeah. and, and I want to look at that two ways super fast. First, God in his wisdom instituted this beautiful community, this kingdom yeah. um, of people that you can surround yourself with who are going to remind you of these truths when things get tough, who are going to remind you of these truths when things are going great and you feel like you don't need God, um, who are going to support you in good times and in bad times. So lean into the community of Christian love that you find yourself in, whether that's a church, whether that's a small group, whether that's a community of people like you're not in this alone. But then the big, the big overarching thing of all this, you're not in this alone. You literally have the spirit of the living God living inside you that is going to empower you to live this out. Yeah. Like if you've heard this list of six, seven, eight things and you're like, this all sounds really good. I don't feel capable. I don't feel qualified. I don't feel adequate to do this. Like it's, it's just too hard. You don't. Yeah. But, <laughs> but God has sent his yeah. spirit to live inside of each of us. That's going to give us power to make decisions that we wouldn't make on our own. Uh, the power to love people in ways that are profound and meaningful to, to give, give us, us yeah. peace and incredibly difficult circumstances. Mm -hmm. It's like, mm -hmm. if you've heard this list and you're like, man, I don't, I have, I do not connect with what they're talking about. I yeah. can't do it. Let's you start, have, yeah, you let's... have the spirit of God inside you. That's going to equip you for this life. You're not in it alone. And you need to call upon that spirit. You need to to cultivate 
a heart that will let the spirit work in it. Yes. Um, it wants to tear down some walls uh, and it wants to rebuild you mm -hmm. in the way that God has intended. Yeah, that's right. And so if you don't feel that you're capable, that you you have put walls up and you've built yourself in a way that's not allowing God to work in you. Yeah, that's good. Uh, parable of the soil, the rocky soil and the thorny soil and the good soil and the bird. Go and read that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Go and read that. But the bird soil. What? <laughs> you said the bird soil. The bird I like soil. that. The bird soil. Sorry. The bird soil. Oh, I'm sorry. The, the, the bird soil. Jeez. Uh, um, yeah, that's 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 really good. That that you were not alone. Um, and and just like, and I was going to add this one because I talk about this all the time. One of my favorite verses for the past 10 years, uh, Deuteronomy 31.6, um, where that verse is, you know, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. I will always be with you. Yeah. Um, I was going to put that in here and I was like, well, I talk about that a lot. I don't want to do that. But how God will always love you. He is always with you. Yeah. Like he's going to be there. Yeah. And through the spirit, we do have that. And That's so right. if you don't feel you're strong enough, okay. Neither uh, do I. <laughs> you don't have to like, and that's hard for us in our in in our society now, because that is that is a kingdom citizenship thinking. Yeah, it's different. That I don't have to be great. God is. He wants to use me, even my brokenness. And I got called on that. What we have here, especially in America, is you pick yourself up by your bootstraps. I can do it. You do it. Yeah. You fix it. You build it. You make it and look what you did. Yeah. And God's like, well, that's not what I'm here to do. Yeah. Um, so again, that's a mind shift thing there. That's it. Cool. I like that one. That's a good one. Um, hey, if you guys have some other ones, um, if you're like, hey, here's some ones that I would add to the list. Uh, there could be a hundred more, right? Like there's a lot. It's a big old Bible <laughs> and a lot of things that are taught. But again, it'd be good to kind of narrow these down to about, hey, yeah. we're 10 stuff you right? can hold on to truths yes. uh, things that hey i can remember these um because if not then you can just say just remember the bible we talked about how that's hard to do yeah so how do we kind of do that so if you have more hit us up call us ch chat us see us <sighs> text uh, us text us which is what most of you do uh and we'll do that right there awesome um and we will catch y'all what we're doing next week Something. I don't know. We're, if, are, are we jumping back into something else? Maybe. I, I think we got one more of the one at a time. One at a time. I, th I think we got one more one at a time. There you go. Or we might do our discussion. We had a pre-show. Hey, it'll be a surprise. Hey, you know what, y'all? We got more. Stay tuned. We got more weeks, so <laughs> we'll figure it out. Hey, y'all have a good week, uh, and we will catch y'all next time.